0: Since its beginning, only seven men have held
1: the title of Vice President of Global Design for General Motors. The newest, Michael Simcoe, visits Autoline this week for the first time to discuss his Australian roots and how he plans to lead GM studios around the world.
0: And now, here's your host, John
1: McElroy
0: want to thank you all for joining us on AutoLine this week. Today's topic is all about automotive design, and that's because our special guest is Mike Simcoe, the Vice President of Design for General Motors. And Mike, it's terrific to have you on the show.
1: It's great to be here.
0: Also joining us today are Alisa Priddle from Motor Trend and Todd Lassa from Automobile. Great to have the both of you here as well. Great thank to you. be here. Good. So uh, Mike, one, one question I want to ask you about is GM's got design studios all over the world. But GM recently pulled out of Europe what happens with your design studio there?
1: Uh, well, it, that, that went as part of the sale to PSA. Um, the, the design studio there was regarded as one of their, their most valuable assets, so it, it went. Um, at emotional level, it's very hard because uh, I've worked with people there for over 25 years. Um, but you, you, know, you get the, the business logic in the end.
0: How does General Motors make sure it's getting the right talent that's uh, um, growing up in Europe? GM
1: GM Design's always been a, a, a nice, attractive uh, operation for, for European designers to come in and look for. Um, so we, we we bring people in from all over the world. Um, and never say never. Maybe one day we'll have a studio there. Never say so never. Okay. So good. speaking
2: of emotional topics, yeah. I mean, Australia has now officially ended... Auto production oh, yeah. and after what, 69 years. Yeah, you know the last Holden rolls off, rolls off the line.
1: Yeah, this is this is a hard one too because uh, I, I I started back in '83 in, in, uh, under the Holden brand when, when it was just Holden design, um, and so it's been an emotional one because uh, all my I guess I grew up with with Commodore design or, or, or local designs, and uh, to stop that is. Again, you hit me with two emotional ones to start off with, but that's a, that's a tough one. Um, it, it just stopped. Um, the studio continues, uh, and the studio actually uh, will go to strength, from strength to strength. Um, we have a lot of really talented people there, and we've just worked out a way to uh, to hire talent down there, uh, invest in it, and bring those guys through. Um, so young uh, women and men have an opportunity to, to work over here in the industry uh, as well as back there.
0: Mike, well, talk a little bit more ab- about that. I, I, it's fascinating, as Lisa brings out, GM is pulling out of manufacturing yeah. in Australia, but is keeping its engineering and design
1: capabilities well, Yeah it's, it's a, Because it's, it's been um, a solid part of the GM network and design engineering for so long, there's a lot of very mature talent down there, and and the engineering and design schools uh, are still very very good feeders. So it would be absurd for, for GM, whether they're down in Australia or here, to ignore such a, a good source of, of talent. Um,
2: what will their areas? Will they still do large rear drive cars and SUVs? No, no, we, uh,
1: we'll we'll use them for everything. Even while they were doing the the local vehicles, they were doing. Um, I guess competitive theming, if you like, competitive work on on vehicles for North America, for up in China. They've been a really good source uh, for, if you like, mentoring of the young studios in China uh, um, and in Korea and and, and in India when we had the studio there.
3: So I presume you have uh, kind of a competition whenever you have a new product you have to design, and so they'll be in the mix uh, competing. Is there anything that uh, informs or anything that remains from Holden Design that, We might look forward to if it wins a certain competition or or is it all kind of mixed in with the whole GM family at this point?
1: Uh, There's a couple of vehicles that um, are sitting as concepts in the studios here in in Warren right now that uh, were were delivered and created by the the guys down there. Um, Mm -hmm. You won't see those. They're just internal concepts. But we'll
2: never see them? Can can you say anything
1: about what? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs)
3: Can <laughs> hey, you say anything about what might specifically make them uh, w- it, uh, an outsider who knows something about GM design yeah. would come in and say, "Oh yeah, I could see that came from the Holden studio." Is there any any particular flavor that's a little N- bit different there? Uh,
2: not,
1: not 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 without being an insider, because um, what what they're very adept at is is picking up the character of the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, lately, they've been working on. On Buick and Chev's and okay. th- I mean you you saw it uh, you've seen it in the recent past the work they've done on Buick has helped set the next generation of, of Buicks coming through um, okay. they understand performance they understand real wheel drive they, they understand uh, I guess a uh, passion um, because that's that's what they've been all about all the time this is all about that connection to motorsport all the, all the good things sure. about design sure. and they bring that to the table so um, everything from uh, small car, micro car, uh, EV concept, all the way through to performance. They're, they're doing all of that work for us. We regard them as a, a, as a great mature source for uh, advanced design, whether it's branded or unbranded, frankly. And,
3: and speaking of Buick, you mentioned um, losing the, 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 the European studio. Yeah. So what does that mean for uh, future Buick? We, we know the, the latest uh, Regal mm-hmm. just out now yeah. is uh, the Opal design. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Well, the, um, think about the, the, a lot of volume in the, in the Buick brand, which is in China, um, and that now is a very mature studio. That, but the joint venture studio we have there and, and the GM-only studio is, is a, both sources of, of great design and great design opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and design is not ubiquitous. It, you know, branded design is branded design, but now that the internet takes care of, uh, of customer, Fascination, um, customers anywhere in the world can see what's happening in a brand. Uh, and therefore, you, you don't see regional specific design um, happening as much as perhaps you would have in the past. You know. Markets are a, a, a kind of a wash. Expectations from a third world country, uh, from a person in a third world country with a smartphone get online and see the the latest product within seconds of it being released at any major show in the world and and who's to say that a third world customer or an emerging market customer shouldn't have the same wants desires and needs uh, at an emotional level that, that an, uh, an established market has and so that at that point um, not everything's the same but the desires are all Um, somewhat similar. Even though
0: automotive design is not as regionally Mm -hmm. distinctive as it used to be, I gotta believe with technology coming we're going to see a change in design, and electric cars yep. probably being the best example where you don't need a grill opening, you know, <laughs> the radiator is no longer needed up in front. You don't have as big a uh, engine compartment yep. need, so the dash-to-axle ratio changes and things like that. I, I, do you see big
1: changes coming from Well, that? I'm, I'm coming into design or the leadership of the uh, role at design at a time where, as you say, the industry is changing. and. Uh, it's been a, a point where or a stepping up point where we can say okay, everything's Everything's not the same anymore and all the young designers all this all of the questions have been asking about us uh, From us, uh, you know give us more allow us to do more um, You know set us a higher bar we can we can do that now um, To your point the packaging is very different um, We can dedicate uh, space in a, in a way that we hadn't in the past um, and even though battery battery is a big piece of our lives in electric vehicles <laughs> uh, and a bit of a nuisance at the moment. Eventually we know the chemistry is going to going to just keep on rolling at, at, at light speed um, and, and the batteries will get smaller, the packages will, will get, uh, I guess, more efficient um, and so will the motors. So everything is going to start to shrink and therefore designers will have more, more chance to do different designs, bring different things to the marketplace and I think that will also bring more uh, material, more more character, and continue what's happening, I think, in the market right now. And that's design is, and has been for a while, the, the real differentiator um, between, uh, well, between companies and, and uh, differentiator for customers, but it'll allow more freedom, and therefore that differentiation and that exploration, uh, well, I think it'll create a renaissance in design.
0: And as a follow-up, I've got to believe you want the public to know that a car is electric just by looking at it.
1: Well, that's, that's, yeah that's a do we want do we want people to notice just for the sake I, I guess it, it, it's some, in some levels it, it uh, delivers for the customer in a, in a, in a market that 's in, tran- in transition like it is at the moment for a customer who wants to give a message like that it 's important but for a designer i don 't think it 's necessarily important to to telegraph that this is a new age vehicle i I'm not a, one, a person that believes that we should have uh, blue halos around all our, our brand badging and, and, uh, and, in, and interesting, <laughs> inter- interesting textures that talk to being electric. I, I don't think So you that's just necessary. want design to be the design, design, design
0: yeah. not necessarily say
3: this is an electric. Yeah,
1: I, I, I don't think we need to shout it from the roof. So along those lines, was,
3: GM has announced uh, to, uh, on a new platform beyond uh, two new models coming in the next mm-hmm. 18 months, 20 more electric vehicles by 2021 across all brands. Um, I know they won't let you talk about future product, but Mm -hmm. can you say anything about how uh, the differentiation between an electric Chevy, and electric Buick, and GMC, and Cadillac, uh, how you might handle that? Will you handle that the same way you're handling it now for the uh, internal combustion? I just just
1: cross off the EV, or cross off the electric at the front. It's it's a Chevy, it's a Cadillac, it's a Buick, it's a GMC. And in the way that we've always differentiated vehicles, sure. um, we'll apply that to EVs as well. But does this mean that you'll be able to have maybe
3: even more differentiation because of the flexibility of, uh, of an
1: electric uh, vehicle platform? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll make them as, as different as they need to be. It's probably the nice way okay. to it.
2: <laughs> as we go even further to autonomous vehicles, yeah. Now, is that something that's very exciting to create, kind of a, a, a living room with no pedals and steering wheel, or does it make you sad because <laughs> uh, you're a guy who probably likes a good rear drive performance car? Yeah. If,
1: if I if I if I thought that um, if I thought that that we as design were not going to be involved in the future and involved in creating an emotional experience for customers, and that's that was represented by autonomous vehicles, then I guess I would be sad. But um, I've been asked a number of times, you know, what, what are designers going to do when autonomous vehicles are around because they're just boxes? Well, if you think about it hard, that's not the case. There will be autonomous experiences which are just about getting from point A to point B, and and, and they, they might not necessarily be branded on GM brands. They, they might be something we, we, uh, we sell into a fleet for someone else. There will still be a lot of emotional product that'll be in, uh, you know, not level five total, autonomous mm-hmm. but level four perhaps which is you know, drive when you want control and get the emotional feedback from the vehicle and, and, and the character of the vehicle through the steering wheel or sit back when it's really boring to drive and uh, do something else uh, I think we've still got to create the customers whether it's whether it's just relaxing in a vehicle uh, that's driving you to somewhere you've still got to create a, a branded experience an emotional connection of some sort It might not be visceral anymore but it still has to be an emotional connection Mm -hmm. so that's our job i mean we the whole design industry is changing uh uh, we still do the traditional work and what everyone understands but beyond that we're also creating experience and so we we now employ a a much larger range of 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 people um with with much different backgrounds you know i think everything is extreme as people who who understand gaming and and that part of the world all the way through to uh, uh, engineers with a, the, uh, and uh, designers who have a li- right and left brain, because they can think both ways.
2: Well, you're one of those people. I mean, you, you have much, some...
1: It's a, it's a rumor.
2: <laughs> you have body engineering savvy. I, I, I mean, yeah. you, can, you can counter the engineers who say, I can't do that by saying, <laughs> actually, you could.
1: Yeah, it's all bluff. Yeah.
2: No, but, but, but that must be a huge advantage um, I, I, yeah, and I'm, your designers probably like the fact that you can yeah, yeah. push back a bit that
1: way. I'm, I'm, uh, that's the reputation I've got. I, it, it, it comes from being a designer who grew up in Australia where with a small group of people, um, the, the relationship with an engineer in a small team was, was much more intimate and so if you wanted something then you had to know how to, to uh, present it in a way that, that could sell. And as an engineer uh, or a designer you, know, you play both sides of the game um, same with with manufacturing engineering you, you've got to be able to uh, talk the same language as someone to help to persuade them to do what you want them to do
2: Have you had a chance to do it in your latest job very much
1: I think people take me seriously when I ask huh. for something um, it's there's the notion of the the stylist who who has no idea what he's asking for or she's asking for and and hopefully that goes away I mean we we do need to have designers uh, probably more these days than stylists, because we are busy changing the industry. We need, we need fascinating concepts, and that's the stylist side of the business. But you still need to be able to make it real. There's no use splashing it up against a wall. Uh, you realistically, you need to be doing things that influence. And, and engineers can take seriously, and, and therefore, the market and customers can take seriously.
2: And you have to do it fast today, too.
1: Yes. <laughs> Always faster. Always faster.
2: Development type.
1: <laughs> Mike, what sort of design trends do you do you see?
0: General overarching trends where the industry is going. For example, aerodynamics is yeah. becoming ever more important yeah. than yeah. it has been in the past.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think uh, we, we've always done it. It's uh, the aerodynamics I'm talking about, um, but it is it is getting down to you know millimeter perfect solutions for things um, because it does count. Do I see a, a trends changing? Um, I think the, the influence of EV, as you say, and, and uh, the, the level of connectivity that it's, it customers are expecting in vehicles, that's the sort of thing that's, that's changing vehicles now. Um, if we can take those and make, make the experience, make the designs uh, more appropriate, uh, at the same time as we're looking to, to provide customers more value, more feature, and all the things we've always done, I think customers are learning to accept more, um, and I mean more difference, uh, as we as we deliberately drive the brands for more separation. Um, I think in the past, some of the designs that we're doing now probably wouldn't have been acceptable. Um, at the same c- time, customers are expecting more. They, they want more bright work, they want more features, they want more of everything. You go to research and ask, what do you want? Just more, please.
3: <laughs> and there has been, especially at GM, I think, in the, in, in the past few years, uh, kind of uh, uh, re-embrace, if I could make up a word, of uh, the the kind of exuberant design that American design was known for in the mm-hmm. '50s and '60s. Uh, do you see that uh, continuing? Will 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 we start to strip away chrome? Will this will this thing uh, go back and forth as it has uh, over the decades? Do you, do you think we've kind of reached uh, a, a zenith and 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 that maybe cars will start to get more plain or uh, l- a little more stark in yeah. the future? Where's where it I heading? Think, uh,
1: well, I think that we understand our customers well enough now to be able to target things very hard. And, and so I, I think uh, you'll, see, you'll see models variants that are, are quite clean and simple because if we're targeting a, a customer group and, and conversely, you'll see things that are, you know, um, to some people are, are grossly cr- over and things. I mean, uh, Please don't quote me on that one. But, but the, 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 no. But the reality is, uh, you know, Chrome is there for some people because some people do see it as a as a need. And and the nice thing these days is, uh, more than ever, we're probably targeting uh, more precisely customers with with the type of vehicles we're doing and the and the style and the and the feature that level that go into those individual uh, uh, individual models. models Cat, and Cat like, started
3: kind of a nice renaissance in the early 2000s with mm-hmm. the uh, art and science design and that, yeah. as any design ha- has evolved, some of that has been influenced by uh, the Chinese market. Uh, can you tell us where that's heading?
1: Uh, well, I, I put that, that back in the category of uh, the markets around the world, apart from small differences. Um, uh, now fairly much the same. The desires for, for customers in, in China for a Cadillac yeah. um, is very similar to, to here. Now I'm, the marketing guys will scream at that, but from a design sense, um, those, the customers uh, desires are very, very similar.
3: Well, but the, 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 th- uh, the talk at least a couple of years ago was mm-hmm. that, uh, that Chinese uh, tastes were, were kind of softening uh, the Cadillac art and science, the kind of the sharper edges. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I think, um, I think what ch- what China, what China brought to it was a, a customer opinion about what a prestige vehicle looked like um, to those customers, and that had an impact for a while, uh, because in an in a, immature in a immature market, then you know those customers looking for a vehicle, whether luxury or or um, or functional are looking around the world. They, they get, on, get on their smartphone and see what's there. They know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so, for a while, uh, they may have targeted specific types of vehicle and stif- specific appearance um, in their search for what represents prestige or whatever. Uh, I think that, that was an influence for a while, but I don't think it's there now so much. They're still very, very brand very brand savvy is probably the nicest way to put it um, and they, they shop brand because they're recent you know 20 years but recent um, brand customers uh, and and they've become very mature and very meticulous brand customers very quickly um, so they again I'll go back to my, my statement they those customers look around the world for for what's what that brand or what a prestige series of prestige brands or a series of performance brands look like around the world, and therefore expect the same thing now.
2: On the, the near luxury end, Buick, you worked, I think, on the first Buick Avenir concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and obviously now Avenir has come out as its own sub-brand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, where do you need to take that, and, and was China in mind when you were doing Avenir? Or?
1: Yeah, China, China was was part of bringing, uh, bringing Avenir on the... Again, the customers there were looking for something that uh, was a step above. I mean, GMC's got Denali, and, and in some ways uh, Buick's now got uh, Avenir, and we'll we'll continue that. It's something that's worked for us um, with customers both here and in China. So,
2: what does Avenir have to say? What does it stand for?
1: It's uh, a, a level a level of uh, a level of, of luxury or prestige that's that's not um, not screaming content and screaming uh that i have an ability to to buy anything pay anything uh to get this it's just a it's a uh, a modern very simple customer who doesn't want to to brag i suppose so that
3: image for avenir uh which in this country kind of informs the difference between say buick avenir and then step up to Mm -hmm. cadillac it's pretty much the same in china do you think yeah yeah,
1: yeah, but uh, but uh, Buick as a brand in China is is uh, obviously uh, uh, much stronger than Great. Cadillac is right now. They're they're both very strong brands, but you know the, the volume of, of Buicks on the road I mean it's uh, has a lot of impact.
0: Mike, one of the things that we're seeing in the, the global automotive industry is passenger cars shrinking as part of the, the overall sales mm-hmm. picture, and more people going to crossovers and SUVs. Yep. How do you think that's going to evolve? And and as a designer, how do you deal yeah. with that? Can you, can you tell me what a crossover is versus uh, well, an
1: SUV? i <laughs> I'd like the
3: description first. Yeah, <laughs> as, It's as not a car and it's not an SUV. <laughs> Thank you. That. There oh, yeah, you go. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's
1: unibody. I, yeah. I, I think I think um, I think customers are, are moving for convenience for uh, seated height. Um, yeah. See down the road, but not necessarily as as high as an SUV. And it, it's a it's a trend will be for us with us for a while, uh, like all trends, and uh, something else will come and replace it. Maybe sedans will come back.
2: Or wagons or hatches. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you, I told you, you put your money on either one back. of those? No, I, I th- <laughs> th- yeah, I mean, uh, in, in markets like China, the, the, the notchbacks are still working. Um, again, it's a, it's a market that's, that's um, falling off, but not as, not as rapidly as it has been here um, because this, this market was always primed for SUVs uh, much earlier. Um, but this is this, the market here in North America has a very extreme weather, and so there's a, there's a place in in China. It's extreme weather, but not as much, and so I don't think the I don't think the change there is will be as rapid. Um. Is there any room either in
3: China, and well, I should say in China, and therefore kind of bringing it back to this country for um a maybe a larger coupe uh a two-door coupe i should (laughs) say now because Mm -hmm. a lot of four-door coupes uh aside from niche models like the camaro and the corvette yeah we'd love to do one for
1: for cadillac and for buick and Mm -hmm. yeah okay
2: are you working do you have some lovely concepts
1: we have lots of lovely concepts. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> nothing nothing, in production. No, nothing, that's been discussed for production. Yet. No, not yet.
2: No, okay. hey, let's talk a
0: little bit about the design process. There's yeah. so much technology coming in. Mm-hmm. Virtual reality yep. goggles. There's even been talk about using holograms and things like yep. that. Yep. Do you see it really changing the nature of how you go about designing a vehicle?
1: Um, it's not mature. The, the, the virtual um, is not mature enough now to in my opinion, to, to release a vehicle to a customer. Um, what it does, and what, the way we use it particularly, is uh, we use it to get to uh, an answer, and get to and ex- explore concepts much faster, but we still take the same care and apply the same love uh, uh, with a physical model before we release a final product.
0: And when you say physical model, you mean it's clay. Clay models, we so use... So you're, you're shaping it by hands. Yeah,
1: yeah. Any, any, any designer who uh, who... I guess who knows what they're doing is is relying on uh, the sculptors, the clay sculptors, and and uh, the math sculptors to to take their design and 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 give it that level of passion, that that human touch, and that's that's really important. If you think about a a clay model in an environment, these 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 physical models have a being, and that sounds a bit a bit wacky, but. Uh, you know, they 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 live in an environment and they, and people react to them and and they, you don't react that way to a, a virtual model or a 2D. You, you, the, the physical being in place is very very important.
3: And you said before the show that you're actually doing more clays now than in the past. Yeah. Does, so does that mean it's per the, model or you're? Just, just because more, you've more got explore, more more exploration.
1: Yeah. Um, and be, okay. because we 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 now are, uh, are doing a lot more um, if you like. Uh, unbranded advanced work which looks to the future you know, for autonomous and some of our electric um, platforms uh, as well as branded advanced which is you know, the next generation and future generations. The, the design strategy if you like around the brands. Uh, we're doing a lot more of that work.
2: Is that a declining skill? People who can work well with clay? Are you finding there's no. not enough of them out there?
1: No. Um, we th- there are people that we, we access and lots of different uh, fr- from fine art sculptors all the way through to uh, you know, people who have a, a shop experience but can turn their hand, or designers who turn their hand. Ultimately, what we do have now, um, in recent times, we've created a, um, I guess it's a virtual training environment uh, in design called uh, the Design Academy, or the Academy of Design, and um, it it allows us to to run it's around about a 15 week course um, without telling all the secrets where we, we put cred designers, um, uh, physical sculptors, and math sculptors, together, and, and engineers, frankly, together, and they work with each other, and it's a little bit like living in, in each other's shoes for a while, so they can respect each other's discipline and, and, and learn more about it. Is that and something you it makes, you it, makes them place? more wholesome. Uh, yeah. Hey, well, yeah. it's good to hear that. They're still
0: hands-on <laughs> when it comes to designing cars. Oh, yeah. I love it. it There's still an artistry to oh, it. Oh, absolutely. But with that, we're going to have to wrap this up. Mike Simcoe, thanks so much for sharing your time. I know how busy you are. We're we're so grateful that we got a little piece of it here. Uh, Alisa and Todd want to thank you, too. And, of course, had to thank all of you for having tuned in.